0: Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness
1: within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouverette. Well, welcome to the M2G Podcast. I am your host, Jerome Bouveret. Listen, are you ready to discover the greatness within? Then let's start today's journey. Now, on today's podcast, I want to talk about something that growing up, I never really heard discussed, um, and we know that it is prevalent in our society today, and, and I think it's something that all of us need to pay attention to. So I need you to share this podcast, share it with other people. Let people know that this podcast is on, the M2G, that you're listening to it on a weekly basis because we're giving some great teachings. But I want to talk about the topic, it's a state of mind. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we have seen an increasing amount of people uh, in our society, in the workplace, in church that have been dealing with uh, mental struggles. And When I say it's a state of mind, I want to talk on tonight's podcast about how to have a healthy mind, how to have a healthy mindset. Now, I need to lay some foundation for you as my listeners so you don't think that I'm off in left field here, but I grew up uh, in church. I grew up in a Pentecostal charismatic faith and belief system, and nothing wrong with that. I'm still Pentecostal charismatic, still believing, clapping, and jumping, and shouting. However, when I was growing up, we were never, ever told about how to have a healthy mental health. Um, Of course, we know more than ever today that this is very, very important. Do you realize that over the course of about the last year and a half, there have been over 30, 30 major pastors. I'm talking about pastors that pastored large congregations that have committed suicide. See, we need to talk about mental health. We need to talk about why people go through the things they go through. And so on today don't turn this podcast off because I want to talk about how do we have a men, how do we have a, a positive mental health? How do we take care of ourselves mentally? You know, I, like I was saying, I grew up in a church uh where we never talked about that. You know, Paul said the, the apostle Paul said in the New Testament that we are body, soul and spirit. Literally, body, soul, and spirit. That body is this thing that we see that grows old, that gets gray hair. You know, uh, that's our body. The spirit man is the breath of God. It's the ruha in the Hebrew on the inside of us. But then there's that soul, that, that soul, that word soul in the original Greek. It's mind, will, and emotions. And so growing up, I heard a lot of teaching about take care of the physical body, take care of the temple of the Holy Ghost, you know, take care of your spirit man but when it came to the issues of talking about mental health well we never talked about that we we were just taught we'll just pray it away well the reality of it is and we're seeing it in our society that mental health issues are on the rise i mean people are are, are dying at alarming rates people are struggling more than ever especially with the thing that's been the things that are going on in our nation the things that are going on in our world and so i want to talk about it's a state of mind Clyde Lee Dennis made this statement, taking good care of your mental health is taking good care of the whole world. And I think we all can agree with that statement. So why does mental health matter, Jerome? Why are you taking time out to talk about mental health? Why is this so important? See, see, friends, some people think that only people with quote unquote mental illnesses have to pay attention to their mental health. But the truth is this, listen to this statement, listen to what I'm about to share with you. The truth is that your emotions, your thoughts, and your attitudes affect your energy, they affect your productivity, and i got news for you, your mental health, it affects your overall health. See, good mental health strengthens your ability to cope with everyday hassles and more serious crises and challenges in life. You and I can both agree that when we don't have a solid mental foundation, when we don't have a solid mental and thought process, we can't handle things that come up as easily as we would if we were stronger. See, good mental health, my friends, is essential hear me it is essential to creating the life that you want L- let me use this example you know how you get up in the morning you brush your teeth and just like you brush your teeth or maybe you get the flu shot in the winter you need to take steps and I need to take steps to promote and have good mental health and a great way to start the process a great way is learning how to deal with stress because while many of us, Maybe have never had "quote unquote" a mental breakdown. Maybe you have. Listen, I can understand, but maybe you may be saying, "Well, Jerome, I've never had—I've never went to a psychiatrist, or I've never had a breakdown, but you've had those mental pressures." I don't care who you are. I don't care if you were raised in church, out of church, if you were raised uh, in the hood or the suburbs. The reality of it is, is that all of us have had those moments where we didn't feel like we could take one more thing. What is that? That is a ment- That is mental stress. That is emotional stress. And we have to learn how to deal with stress. The first step to having mental health is you have to learn how to deal with stress. Now, what is the definition of stress? And I know some of you are probably listing things off right now, well, stress is my job. Stress is my teenager. Stress is this. It's my neighbor. It's my boss. It's my spouse. No, let's look at the definition of stress. The definition of stress is this pressure or tension exerted on a material object beyond what it's rated to handle it is also a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances it is physiological disturbance or damage caused to an organism by adverse circumstances so we could say then that stress Concerning us as human beings, concerning us as individuals, it is pressure and tension that is put on us by adverse circumstances that are beyond what we think we can handle. And it is emotional strain to our life. I'm going to say it again. We can say that it is pressure and tension caused by adverse circumstances beyond what we think we can handle, An emotional strain and tension. That is the definition of stress. Basically, it is something put on you that you absolutely don't think you can handle. Now, I know you may be saying, well, I'm Superman and I don't have no stresses and I I can handle stress. But I guarantee you, my friends, when, when people aren't around, you have those moments in your life where you feel like you could break down any point. Listen, I tell people all the time, you are one moment or one circumstance away from either a breakdown or a breakthrough. Do you hear me? And so I want to talk about good mental health because it is a state of mind. Now, how does stress hurt us? We define stress, but do you know that stress, when it goes undealt with, can actually harm you? See, stress really, my friends, can can eat away at your well-being like acid eats away at your stomach. That's right. Actually, stress, if I can put it anyway, it it can contribute to stomach pains and other physical physical problems. Yes, it can. Stress can cause headaches. Stress can cause insomnia or lack of sleep. Stress can cause overeating. Stress can cause back pain. It can cause high blood pressure. It can cause irritability. It can cause vulnerability to infection. See, stress can lead to major health problems. It can also lead to things like depression. It can lead to lead to things like anxiety disorders. Now, I, I know, I know you may be sitting there saying, well, Jerome, you know, I, I got stuff going on, but it just isn't going to, gonna go away. You're right. You can't just magically zap all stress, all sources of stress out of your life. You just can't snap your finger or wave a wand and all sources of stress is gone. It doesn't work like that. I understand that. But you and I can learn how to deal with them in a way that promotes the well-being that you want and that you deserve. Listen, stresses are not just, they're just not going to go away. You're not going to live a stress-free life, my friends. You're not going to go through life with, like I always say, with, with rainbows and unicorns. That is very true. But you and I can learn how to deal with these stresses, to deal with these things that are put on us, so that we can have good well-being. We can have the life that we deserve. Why? Because it's a state of mind. Now, Isaiah 41 and 10, listen to this passage of Scripture. This is so powerful. Isaiah forty one and ten. It is the promise for you. Maybe you're listening to this podcast right now. And you say, Jerome, you're coming down my alley. You're coming down my lane. You don't listen. You don't even know the stresses that I've been under, the struggles that I've been under, the difficulties that I've been under. Maybe, my, maybe it's your your children are just they're just just going every which way, or maybe your business isn't doing well because of this COVID nineteen and and the economy and things that are going on. And you're looking at the world and you're saying, I just don't know if I can do it anymore. Listen, here is some gospel truth for you. Isaiah 41 and verse 10 says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Notice what God is saying to, to to Isaiah, through Isaiah to the children of Israel. And at this point in time that God is prophesying this to the children of Israel, they have stresses, like you and I have stresses. And we can take this word and apply it to us. He says, do not fear because I'm with you. Don't look around anxiously, say, what am I going to do? He says, I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to uphold you with my righteous right hand. No, he didn't say, I'm going to hold. uphold you with your neighbor's hand or your spot. He said, I'm going to uphold you with my hand. See, mental health issues. Me- mental health, let me put it this way. Mental health is much more than a quote unquote diagnosis. Mental health, when we talk about having strong mental health. We're talking about your overall psychological well-being. The way you feel about yourself and the way you feel about others, as well as your ability to manage your feelings and deal with everyday difficulties. All of us handle stresses and situations differently. Some of us shut down. We don't want to talk to nobody. Some of us throw everything out on social media. Some of us just rant and rave and blow up at the first person we see. See, we're talking about our psychological well-being. We talk about it's a state of mind. We're talking about our ability to manage those feelings and deal with those everyday difficulties because you're going to have them. And while taking care of your mental health can, can mean seeking professional support and treatment, I'm not against that. Listen, I grew up in an era, I grew up in a faith system. Well, we didn't, talk, we didn't go to psychiatrists, we didn't go to therapists, we didn't, uh, listen, and I look back at it now and I say, man, that was just foolish, because somebody is trained to help me get through what I'm going through, you know, uh, and I say this, and this may shock you hearing this come from me who used to be a pastor, but I'm not trained to help everybody get through every issue in their life. I haven't been to school to be a psychiatrist or to be a therapist. And so when, when I pastored and when people would come to me with things that, I, that I knew were outside the spectrum of what I was able to direct them in, I, I had Christian counselors and Christian psychiatrists that were on staff. They attended our church and we set them up with, with appointments because even I understood that there are just some things that I can't help you with. So I, I'm, listen, listen, mental health, it, it can mean seeking that professional support. It can, it can mean seeking that treatment. It also means. Taking steps to improve your emotional health on your own. See, you can't just rely on somebody else to do it all for you. You got to take the steps on your own. And see, making these changes that I'm about to give you, I'm going to give you some things that you can do to help strengthen your mental health, to help strengthen your overall psychological well-being. Things that will help you develop and things that will help you maintain and things that will help you deal with stress. And when you will take these things and you apply them in your life, it's going to pay off in all the aspects of your life. I promise you that. Listen, it's going to boost your mood. It's going to help you build resilience. And it's going to add to your overall enjoyment of life. So how do I have a stronger psychological well-being Or How do I have good mental health? Because it is a state of mind. Number one, tell yourself something positive every day. That's right. Talk to yourself and tell yourself something positive every day you know research you know what research shows us my friends research sh- research shows us that how you think about yourself can have a powerful effect on how you feel about yourself i'm going to say it again how you think about you has a powerful effect on how you feel about you see when we perceive ourselves and our life negatively we can end up viewing experiences in a way that confirms that notion. So instead, what we need to do is practice using words that promote feelings of self-worth and personal power. For example, instead of saying, I'm such a loser, I won't get the job because I tanked in the interview, what you need to be saying is, maybe I didn't do as well in the interview as I, I would like to have, But that doesn't mean I'm not going to get the job. Or or look at yourself in the mirror and say, you are an overcomer. You can do this. You can make this. See, you have to tell yourself something positive about yourself every day of your life. So if you want to have a stronger psychological being, if you want to have a stronger mental health, because Paul said we're body, soul, and spirit. We have mind, will, and emotions, which means we have to maintain those things. God's not going to do it for us all the time. He's gonna help us, but he's not gonna do it for us. So you have to tell yourself something positive every day. Number two, write down something that you're grateful for every day. You heard me correctly. Write down, physically write down something. If you gotta start a grateful journal or you gotta start a pad of paper, whatever you gotta, write down something that you are grateful for every day. Why? Because you are either an optimist or a pessimist in life. An optimist sees the glass as half full. A pessimist sees the glass as half empty. An optimist is thankful for what's in the cup. A pessimist complains about what they don't have in the cup. Write down something you are grateful for every day. See, gratitude, my friends, has been clearly linked with improved well-being and mental health, as well as happiness in life. See, the best research method To increase feelings of gratitude is to keep a gratitude journal or write a daily gratitude list. I am thankful today for the. You may say, I have nothing to be thankful for, Jerome. Listen, my family is struggling. I've been laid off since March. I don't have a job. The income is not coming in. My health is not where it needs to be. You have breath in your body. That is something to be grateful for because many people don't have that. Write down something every day that you're grateful for. Write it down. See, contemplating gratitude is effective, but you need to have a regular practice of writing it down every day. Find something to be grateful for. Let it fill your heart. Let it fill your mind. And thank God every day for those things. Listen, I may not have what I want, but God, I thank you that I have a roof over my head. I may not have the car that I want, but I thank you against me from point A to point B. I may not have even a car, but maybe I have a bike. I have legs. I can walk. God, I have breath in my body. I have food in my cupboard. It may only be ramen noodles right now, but God, I thank you that I have it in my cupboard. See, write down something every day that you're grateful for. It's called having a thankful spirit. And so many times, especially in the climate in our nation right now, many people are grumbling and complaining about this, that, and the other thing. What about being thankful? Have a thankful attitude. So you have to write something down every day day that you're grateful for. The next thing is focus on one thing in the moment. What do you mean, Jerome? Focus on one thing in the moment. See, being mindful of the present moment allows us to let go of negative or difficult emotions from past experiences that weigh us down. We need to learn to pay attention to the physical sensations, the sounds, the smells, the taste of these experiences that are around us. Because what does it do? It helps us focus. Live in the now. Focus on one thing in the moment. Listen, maybe yesterday wasn't so good and maybe you're not sure about tomorrow, but what about right now? Learn to live in the now. Focus on the right now. Listen, you can't be consumed with what was, and you cannot be bothered with what might be. You have to focus and live in the now. If you're going to have solid psychological well-being, if you're going to have a healthy mental state, it is a state of mind, then you're going to have to focus on the moment right now. What is God doing in your life right now? Focus on the present. See, some of us, I've heard this saying for years, some of us are so heavenly minded, we're no earthly good. So what we need to learn to do is we need to learn to live in the moment right now. Live in it. Focus on what's happening good in your life right at this moment. Because I guarantee you, with all the struggles, with all the difficulties, with everything that you've been going through, I guarantee you God is doing something, if not several things, that are good in your life right now. And you need to focus on that. Number four, and this is something that all of us probably can do a little better at. Me, I know I can't. That is exercise. When you exercise, see, when you exercise, your body releases stress relieving and mood boosting endorphins before and after you work out. See, this is why exercise, and and if you don't believe me, research this yourself. This is why exercise is such a powerful antidote to stress, to anxiety, and depression. Look for small ways. You may say, well, I'm not a weightlifter. I don't go to a gym. Look for small ways to add activity to your day, like maybe taking the stairs instead of taking the elevator, or maybe going on a short walk. See, to get the most benefit out of exercise, statistics say, and, 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 and professionals say, that we should aim for roughly 30 minutes of exercise daily. And really try to do it outdoors when you can. Now, I know I live in Michigan. I know this podcast goes out around the world, but I live in, in the state of Michigan, in the United States of America. We're coming into the fall months and the winter months. I ain't going outside. <laughs> but what can you do right where you're at? See, why do I need to be outside? Even in the wintertime, get outside. Why? Because exposure to sunlight, maybe you didn't know this, but exposure to the sunlight It helps your body produce and it helps my body produce vitamin D, which increases your level of serotonin that's in the brain. So what happens is when the vitamin D starts to produce and increase this serotonin in your brain, you start to feel better. Plus, it's been proven, time and nature is a proven stress reducer. So take a walk. Go sit on the porch and and maybe do some exercises or, 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 you know, whatever the case may be, get out, get outside of the norm, do some exercise. And you ain't got to have a gym membership. You ain't got to spend hours in the gym and hours lifting weights, little things that you and I can do every day to help us have a solid mental health state. So learn to exercise, get it into your system next. And I just recently started focusing on this. Uh, and I've noticed a big difference in myself. But eat healthy. Listen, I used my breakfast used to be Mountain Dew and Snickers. <laughs> that was my breakfast. My lunch was 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 Burger King or Taco Bell. So so I'm 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 on this uh, particular kind of diet right now, and I've noticed even a difference in myself. My energy levels are coming up. My clarity is coming back into focus. Learn to eat healthy. See, this is why this is so important. And you may be saying, Jerome, I don't want to hear this. You don't know my schedule. You don't know what I do. Listen, I'm telling you, my friends, if you will learn to eat healthy, you will have an overall healthier psychological being. You will have an overall healthier mental state. Why? Because what you eat nourishes your whole body, including your brain. Now, carbohydrates in moderate amounts, what do they do? They increase serotonin. And this chemical has been shown to have a calming effect on your mood. Protein-rich fruit foods increase your norepinephrine, dopamine, and tyrosine, which helps keep you alert. So when you, when you eat these things that are protein-rich, you have energy. You stay alert. Vegetables and fruits What are they loaded with? They're loaded with nutrients that feed every cell of your body, including those that affect mood-regulating brain chemicals. And you you and I need to learn to include foods with omega-3, fatty acids, which is found in fish, it's found in nuts, flaxseed, things like that. Because research shows that these nutrients can improve mood and restore structural integrity to the brain cells necessary for function. So learn to eat healthy. Listen. Put the McDonald's fries down. Don't get the big mat. Don't get the two for five mix and match combo from McDonald's. Give, give up the quarter pounders and eat healthy. Have a balanced diet. I promise you, not only are you going to feel better, not only are you going to have more energy, but you're going to discover that you're going to be able to lose some, some added weight which is going to help you feel better about yourself and bring up your self-esteem. So learn to eat healthy. Why? Because it's a state of mind. The next one, if you're going to have a healthy well-being is open up to someone. Now, I know most of us, well, maybe not most, but some of us listening to to this podcast say, well, I don't need to talk to nobody. Well, the reality of it is, is you do. In Genesis, when God created man, he said, it is not good for man to be alone. So let us create a help meet for him. God knew that man could not survive and it was not healthy for man to be alone. Now, I know you may be saying, you know, I don't need nobody. I don't need to talk to nobody. I don't need anybody in my life. It's it's me. I'm all, cons- I'm all, I'm just concerned with me. Nah, that's not healthy. See, you need to open up to somebody. Why? Because knowing you are valued by others is important for helping you think more positively. Plus, being more trusting can increase your emotional well-being because as you get better at finding the positive aspects in other people, you become better at recognizing your own positive aspects. Don't be afraid to open up to somebody. Now, I will say this. Don't open up to everybody. Don't, Don't be one of these people that just throws your business out on Facebook. That's not healthy either. But open up to somebody. Have somebody that you can that you can confide in. Now, if you're married, obviously your spouse needs to be somebody you can that you can confide in. But but let me say this to all my married folk out there. Let me say this: you need to have somebody outside of your spouse. If you're a guy, have a friend, male friend. If you're a woman, have a female friend that you can open up to, because there are just some things that maybe you go through in life. That you need to share with somebody else. I have I have a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name. but But we've been friends for years. I call him my brother from another mother. But we got the same father. And that's the Heavenly Father. But I can talk to him about anything. And I have talked to him about anything. So there are things that I can open up to him about. That I may not necessarily open up to my wife about. But there are definitely things that I'm going to open up to my wife about. That I cannot open up to him about. So find someone you can talk to. Listen, talking is therapeutic. Now, I'm not talking about just running your mouth. I'm talking about talking with your heart, talking with with the deepness of who you are. So open up to somebody else. Next, do something for someone else. In the society we live in, we live in a very selfish society. It's all about us. Do something for someone else. See, research shows us that being helpful to others has a beneficial effect on how you feel about yourself. Come outside of yourself. It cannot be all about me all the time. It cannot be all Matter of fact, Jesus said, if you want to be a leader, you first got to be a servant. See, being helpful and kind, my friends, and valued for what you do is a great way to build self-esteem. The meaning you find in helping others will enrich and expand your life. So every day, make it your goal to do something for someone else. You know, if I go into the gas station, I get gas and I'm in line and, and, you know, and I, and I see that maybe there's a single mom behind me or an older gentleman or, or maybe not even older, uh, maybe just somebody in general, cause I've done this numerous times. I, I'll call them the counter and I'll pay for their items or I'll say, you know, I got your gas today. There's been times I've walked into restaurants and said, Hey, see that table right there? Give me their check. And they didn't even know who it was. Why? Because I know that that, that I feel better and I feel more encouraged when I'm doing something for somebody else. So do something for someone else every day. Next, learn to take a break. (laughs) That's right. Learn to take a break. In those moments when it all seems too much, step away and do anything but whatever was stressing you out until you feel better. See, sometimes the best thing to do is a simple breathing exercise. Close your eyes. And take 10 deep breaths. For each one, count to four as you inhale. Hold it for a count of four and then exhale for another four. Listen, this works wonders. Learn to take a break. If you're feeling stressed out about a situation or maybe you're in a conversation that's getting heated and you feel your blood pressure, blood pressure rise, step away. Take a breather. Take a break. Learn to rest. Because this is so key. Because it is a state of mind. Number nine. And this is the last one. How do I have a solid mental health? How do I psychologically build myself to be stronger? Go to bed at a decent time. I just recently have been doing this. You know, I used to be, the, I used to brag about the guy, oh, I can go off with three hours of sleep a night and I'm just fine. And I listen, I'm 47 years old now and I discovered I can't do that. Go to bed early. And I'm not saying seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Maybe that's what you need. And it's true that different people need different lengths of time of sleep. You know, they suggest between seven and eight hours of sleep. Most of us don't get that. But, But learn to go to bed on time. See, a large body of research has shown that sleep deprivation has a significant negative effect on your mood. Try to go to bed at a regular time each and every day. Have a set routine every day. Practice good habits to get better sleep. What does this include? Well, maybe you need to shut down that screen on that phone at least an hour before bed. Maybe you need to uh, uh, use your bed only for sleeping and relaxing activities and then restrict caffeinated drinks before you go to bed. Learn to go to bed. Have a routine of getting rest. Listen, if you take a day off on Sunday or Saturday, whenever your day off is and all you want to do is lay around the house and relax, do it. Do it. Why? Because you need rest. See, you and I have the power to take the positive steps right now to improve our resilience and our emotional health. Don't wait until you're in a crisis to make your mental health a priority, my friends. Start right now because it is easier to form new habits when you're feeling strong. You can then implement those habits when you need them most. Pick something up from what I've taught you today that resonates with you and do it. Then try another thing. Put these routines, these habits into the patterns of your life. Why? It is up to you today, my friend, to start making healthy choices. Not not choices that are just healthy for your body, but choices that are healthy for your mind. I'm going to leave you with this passage of scripture. This is Jesus, Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And maybe this is where you're at right now. He says, come unto me all who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My friends, it is important that just like we take care of our physical body and our spirit man, we need to take care of our mental health. Listen, can you, can you help this? Can you help this podcast grow? I need you to share this with somebody. Take what you've been taught today and share it, forward it with somebody, forward it to somebody right now. Tell them about this podcast. Tell them how to view it, the platforms that you view, that that you're listening to it on and help them grow and help them discover the greatness within. Listen, will you partner with Motivated to Greatness? Listen, we're believing God for at least 30 of our partners that will say, you know what, Jerome? I'm going to commit to five dollars a month, five dollars a month to expand this podcast. There are other things that we do, which our announcer is going to tell you about in just a minute. but will you consider partner with us to help us grow and keep this podcast coming as well as the other areas of ministry that we do? Listen, you can securely give right through our website. We have several methods of electronic giving from Gillify to Cash App. You can give right through our website as well. And our announcer is going to come and, and share with you how you can do that. So, so whether it be a one-time donation or a monthly commitment, we say thank you. Now, here's our announcer to share our website information and how you can partner with and stay connected to all things motivated to greatness. <laughs>
0: Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to KingdomBIF at gmail.com. Com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to to stay in power. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within.